0: Brock paces the room nervously. Is all that clear? We're going to do our last mining job, starting with blasting the back end of the asteroid. Padre, you're the most senior band member, so I thought the honor of planting the charges should be passed on to you. I see. My hair and I are honored. Good. And if there are no further questions, dismissed. We'll meet for work the first thing in the morning. Our first order of business will be cutting space to establish the airlock system. Everyone shuffles out of the meeting space. This
1: isn't good. Aw, don't worry, Mason. I'm sure you'll get to set the next exploding charge. No, not that, Elvis. I mean, if we get started doing this, the whole plan's gonna fail and we're all gonna die.
0: Oh, yeah. That does sound kind of bad. What if everything works out? We're all fantastically happy.
1: Shut up, Lowry. Well, we can't just not do it. Or can we? No, I'm pretty sure we have to. You guys are giving me an aneurysm. Try to work with me here. I do work with you. I'm your co-worker. All right, guys, just let me think. Uh, Paul, is the blasting a remote charge, or do the band platforms do this with rockets or something?
0: In this case, you're going to plant the charge and then detonate it remotely.
1: Okay. Here's what we got to do. First, we need to find out what Padre thinks of this. If he doesn't like the plan either, it's going to fail eventually, even if he starts the blasting tomorrow. Obviously, we can't maintain top morale and self-delusion for a whole year of hard work, especially if the tribute crates wind up shallow the whole time.
0: Yeah, I get you, Mason. Nobody can deceive themselves forever. That's how I know most of the women are going to throw themselves at me eventually.
1: Yeah, thanks, Lowry. It takes a special kind of person to deceive themselves for so long. Uh huh. You know, actually, probably a lot of people would hang on to Hope. We don't want to be too open. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a letter to Padre. Elvis, you just go ahead and palm this into Padre's hand. Make it look like you're drunk, stumble into him on accident, put the note in his hand, and leave. I can do the drunk part. Yeah, I know, that's why it's going to be so convincing. Next, I need to talk to one of the demolitionists. We don't have a lot of time, so as fast as possible I want to get everything cleared and know the cards that we're playing.
0: Alright, I'm going to start drinking now. I run back to my room and raid the mini-fridge.
1: I find some paper and write a letter to Padre explaining why I think the plan will fail, and confess I don't think we should go through with it. Write in the letter that if Padre agrees, he should bend a bottle cap and set it on top of the bathroom windowsill. We'll try to coordinate without talking to one another so it looks like doubts about the plan are getting around organically and not being conspired. If I see the bottle cap, I'll leave another note tucked into a specific potted plant in the halls to be picked up after work. Sweet. We're doing spy stuff. Girls love spy stuff. Yeah, but, Lowry, the entire point of this is not to tell people, though. Unless you trust them, right? No, not even if you trust them.
0: Well, then how are you and I going to communicate? Because I trust you.
1: We'll just stick to talking about what needs to be said. And you don't need to get in my pants, so you don't need to try to impress me by sharing information that I intentionally gave you. Okay. You you look like you're not sure about this.
0: Okay, well, let's suppose that hypothetically, we manage to hijack a spaceship, but then it runs out of gas, and then it's just you and me stranded out in space.
1: Then what? We would share secrets? No, I, I, I mean,
0: I mean like... Should we then think about getting into each other's pants? You know what? I just want to say, never say never. Larry, you know. uh, I I don't want you to think. I, I don't want you to think I'm coming on to you. I just don't like the finality of saying that I'll never need to get in your
1: pants. I tell you what, we'll put a pin in that and circle back to it when it's relevant, okay?
0: All right. Thanks for hearing my concerns, Chief. This is why you're in charge.
1: Yeah. So anyway, your job is, I want you to keep an eye on the bathroom, and if Padre goes in there, check the windowsill for a bottle cap, all right?
0: You got it. I've already gotten in trouble a few times for hanging around the bathroom, so nobody will think it's weird.
1: I... I hate that you're my co-worker. Where's Elvis? I got the note. I'm right here! I'm right here! Wow. You... It has been less than three minutes, and you're somehow already smashed.
0: How... I put them all down as fast as I could! I, anything for the mission, boss. I got my strongest, strong, strongest wheel on the road. And my homemade yams.
1: Great. Moonshine. All right, Elvis, do you still remember the mission?
0: Get drunk. Checkmark That wasn't
1: even really step one.
0: Well, lucky for you, because I checkmarked it.
1: All right. Steps, listen to me carefully.
0: Uh, all over the place now. Check steps Listen, Elvis, steps.
1: I need you to bump into Padre.
0: Okay, I work
1: with him. I know he's he's he talks to his hair. I know he does. You need to bump into him and then hand him this letter. I hand Elvis the letter.
0: I am three hundred percent reliable. Steps and checks. You got it.
1: And it needs to look like an accident.
0: Right, like a big old train wreck.
1: You know what? Uh, maybe actually Lowry should do it.
0: What? No.
1: Yes. No. Maybe yes. No. He.
0: He's. He's the. the i He's the one. That I got drunk for this. I, I got drunk for this.
1: But let me just hold on to the letter for now.
0: I start backing away. No, I got... I got drunk for this. Larry's just Lowry. No one's going to believe Elvis, he's drunk.
1: I can do th- this it. This is very important, okay? Don't- I run off. I run off. And Elvis teeters away at high speed. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, Lowry, go wait by the bathroom. I got to go talk to somebody. Paul, I want to find someone on the demolitions team. One of the guys who's in charge of the explosives we're going to use to blow the back end of the mine, but a little lower down the chain. One of the assistants. All right. A guy named Demo
0: Dave is in charge of the explosives. You guys have explosive weaponry built into your band platforms, and in the past, Dave has been the one to authorize their use. He has a few apprentices, but since everything goes to you through Dave, you normally don't talk to them. In fact, Dave might be mad
1: if you did. Okay. That's going to be a problem. Would I recognize any of the assistants if I saw them? Actually, better yet, is there a female apprentice? Preferably someone my age or a little younger. Uh, There's only maybe five people on the demo
0: team. But sure, Yeah, you've noticed a girl involved in some of the operations. She's kind of young. She's probably in her late teens, maybe entering 20s.
1: All right, perfect. That'll work. When it gets to be around dinner time, head down to the mess hall and keep an eye out for her.
0: Okay, for the sake of convenience, we'll say it's close to dinner time now. Elvis, you've run off with an important message that Mason wanted you to deliver. But you're not in your best state of mind, so what happens next? I'm gonna do it. Everybody thinks I can't do my jobs while I'm drunk just cause it involves explosives and heavy machinery. But I'm an expert drunk. I can do it. I stumble around the halls looking for Padre until eventually I realize it's dinner time, and then I go to the mess hall because that's where everyone is. Also, I read Mason's letter because he didn't tell me not to. No problem. No problem. You stumble around, you read the letter, and then work your way to the mess hall, where Mason is actually sitting in the corner, keeping an eye on the whole room. Uh, man! I said I could do it! I stumble over to Mason. Mason, what are you doing here? I said I could do it! I don't need help! I believe you. No, you don't! You're sitting around! Reproachfully! You think I'm drunk!
1: Are you not? You were proudly proclaiming that you were. I'm not as very drunk as you can be! Okay. Well, can you go do whatever it is that you're gonna do somewhere else? I'm kinda scoping out a girl here. (laughs) You sound just like Lowry. We all sound like Lowry sometimes. It's the human condition, Elvis. Okay, well, I need to get another beer. So are you asking my permission? Also, is
0: Elvis drawing a lot of attention to us? Actually, he's not. You guys are basically celebrities. Everyone knows who you are, and everyone knows who Elvis is. He's been spotted under the influence by pretty much everyone in the colony at this point. Listen, Mason, I need another beer.
1: So go get another beer. No,
0: listen, listen. I need a bottle cap. But where do bottle caps come from?
1: From the processed metals that the singers give to us? They come from a beer. All right, tell you what, you go do what you need to do. Here's some cash, buy a beer, just give me some space for a while, okay? All right, good luck. Don't say anything that Lowry would say,
0: because if a girl want to know about your junk, she would just ask, right? Words for the Book of Wisdom, Elvis. Thanks. Hey, what if the girl's too nervous to ask? Ah, I'm not there. All right, Elvis, you go to the kitchen and approach the chef. She takes a look at you and says, Oh, look, it's Elvis. What'll it be? No, wait, let me guess. A non-alcoholic ginger ale. Do they make non-alcoholic ginger ale? All ginger ale is non-alcoholic. She tries to hand you a bottle of beer. Then why do they call it ginger ale? They should call it ginger non-ale. They're just ginger. I don't want any ginger. It's not ginger ale, it's beer. But you just said that ginger ale is not beer. The bottle I'm trying to hand to you right now is beer. I don't want ginger ale, Nancy! Lord, help me. She turns around and puts the bottle away and then pulls out another identical bottle and hands it to you. Okay, here. Here. One beer just for you, not that you need any more. May this one finally be the death of you. This didn't have to be this hard, Nancy, or this mean. You know, we could have been friends if you weren't so awful all the time. Are you gonna pay me or what? You're lucky that I don't make you pay me for emotional damages. I hand her some money. I go to bed thinking about these interactions, you know. Good, you should think about it. It's mental scarring. I walk backwards out of the line, making intense eye contact with Nancy. You stumble into somebody and they spill their food. Oh jeez, oh, oh god, I'm sorry. I fish a random amount of money out of my pocket and hand it to them. I was looking at Nancy. I stumble off and try to down this entire beer in like five seconds of chugging. A trained expert in self-destruction, that beer is gone practically before you're back to the main mess area. Okay, find padre. He's sitting at a table with his bandmates, eating dinner. All right, try and fold up the paper so the dear Padre part is facing up and he can see it. Put the bottle cap back on the beer. Once I realize I can't fold the paper straight, give up and just fold it however, but keep dear Padre on the outside. Then walk over to Padre. Hey, Padre, could you throw this away for me? I hand him the letter in the bottle. Throw it away yourself. I would, but I can't remember where the trash is. Also, I think I'm going to throw up. Padre looks down at the letter you gave him. Wait a moment. I run over to the trash and throw up. Blah! (laughs) After throwing up, look back at Mason and give him both thumbs up.
1: Oh my god.
0: Mason! Oh
1: my god. Hey, Mason! Give the thumbs up back. Sleep it off, Elvis.
0: Okay, don't forget to wear a condom. Everybody wear condoms. Stumble out of the mess hall.
1: Okay, Uh, do I see sign of the demo girl assistant anywhere? Yep, she's in the dinner line. She's wearing a bright red vest and fishnet stockings. She's painted a lightning bolt over her eye, which is a real popular trend with the young ladies right now. Okay, get up and try to approach about as casually as I can. Hey, uh, excuse me, you're with the demo team, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you're Mason, right? One of the band leaders? Yeah, that's me. Uh, I see you around sometimes. You know, you wear that red vest and it stands out a lot. I was wondering, um, would you mind if I bought you some dinner? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that'd be okay. Okay, great. Um, come on. The band guys can go ahead of the line. It's for overtime stuff, but on casual days, it's a nice perk. Hey, uh, Nancy? I tap politely on the food guard.
0: Yeah, what do you need, Mason?
1: Could I get two specials? And uh, do you like chocolate cake? The girl nods. Yeah, I like chocolate cake. Could we maybe get some chocolate cake?
0: Last one we got's getting a little stale, but it's still edible.
1: All right, that's good. Uh, I guess throw in two beers and thanks.
0: Nancy gets your dinner request. I don't suppose you're poaching for new band talent. That Elvis kid isn't going to make it.
1: He's doing his best, Nancy.
0: His best isn't worth jack. I've seen
1: ones like him come and go. All right, thanks, Nancy. Uh, So do you mind if I ask your name? I know we never get a chance to talk. I'm Sasha, and we're not really supposed to talk, because if
0: I give you any kind of wrong idea, there's a chance you'll blow yourself up. So, you know, can't talk work with
1: you. Uh, really? That's going to take a lot of small talk off the table. I know, right? And it's not like there's not a lot to talk about right now. There is so much I can't even remember what I'm not supposed to bring up. Hey, well that's all right. We'll just not talk about work. Okay.
0: You guys sit down. Sasha gets herself situated with her silverware and everything in place, and she says, "So, you gonna wear a condom or?"
1: <laughs> um. Uh. I mean. <laughs> I don't. Uh. I don't usually like on a first day. <laughs> Relax.
0: I'm. I'm just guessing that you blabbed to your friend about your dinner plans here.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Elvis and I work together all the time, so, you know, you're nervous about something, you gotta talk to somebody. Really? You're nervous about talking to me? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, there's always that fear of rejection, and, you know, I don't want you to think that I expect you to agree to anything, you know? Do girls turn guys like you down? Yeah, I mean, heck yes. I mean, like, not me, but Lowry, pretty much all the time. I'm, I'm not sure I've ever seen him get a girl. Really? He seems funny. Does he? Um, Has he ever come on to you before? Yeah, but as like a joke. As a joke? Uh, what did he say?
0: Well, one day he comes up to me and he says, Girl, are you dynamite? Because you're going to make my heart explode. Then he like thought about it for a few seconds and he started to explain that putting an explosive charge in his heart would cause an increase in blood pressure. I never heard a guy try such a line in my life and and then just double down.
1: (laughs) That's, uh... I
0: didn't know what to say. I I mean, we're not even supposed to really talk during working hours.
1: But you heard that and you took it as just him being funny.
0: Well, it's gotta be. He keeps updating me on the joke and clarifying certain sections of it. Uh, It's like he's trying out a a stand-up routine. One time he asked me for help to figure out what kind of bomb would work if you put it in somebody's heart. And I don't think I was allowed to even guess in case it gave him bad ideas on something. I mean... Is he not joking?
1: No. No, that is Lowry legitimately coming on to you, and I have heard him do worse. Well, heck. Yeah, I I guarantee he has no idea that it's a running comedy bit to you. Okay. Wow. Well, that changes a lot about that. Yeah, yeah, hey, but don't worry about it, though. He does that to everybody, and uh, I've never seen it work. Ooh, well, <laughs> now I,
0: I don't know what to
1: think. Well, you wouldn't go for Elvis, would you?
0: Uh, I feel like I'm not really his type. He he's like a party animal, and I'm more about you know reading and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of chemistry and math involved in demo work, and, and a lot of safety features. So if you don't like to read, you know.
1: I assume you blow yourself up.
0: Well, no. I mean, you would, but Dave won't let you anywhere near the practical stuff if he doesn't think you're at the level to handle it. All it takes is one stray spark, and your career is genuinely up
1: in flames. Well, do you do much recreational reading? Yeah, kind of, sort of, when I get the time. I'm really into history and politics, personally, It's why I ask. I'd kind of like to write an autobiography someday.
0: Well, that sounds cool. I'd read that. I mean, I don't even know that stuff about Larry. I bet you could find a lot of interesting things to say about all the band members.
1: Man, you've got no idea. It's like a crisis per minute with those guys. It is nuts. Well, I bet. Uh,
0: but you know, it seems like you got a pretty level head. I mean, I guess that's why you're the leader. Boy, you're gonna have a lot to write about after this last job, huh? I'm gonna have a ton. I heard, uh... I heard the station got contacted by someone from space. Pretty sure that's one of those things I can't talk about. Uh, see, but that just goes to show, it
1: did happen, or else you'd say it didn't. (sighs) So is there anything you can tell me about it? If I can be honest, right now that's all that we know, but I tell you what, I'm gonna keep my eyes open, and if I hear anything else, how about we get together again, like, let's say, tomorrow after work. If you promise not to spread it around... Maybe I can tell you about it. Paul, where do people usually go out on dates in this asteroid colony? Uh... The hydroponics garden can be
0: pretty. You can take a walk around there and enjoy the scenery. Let's take a walk around the hydroponics garden. Well, that, Mr. Mason, is a date that I can't say no to. Thank you for the dinner and the cake. It was lovely, and I'll see you again. Thanks for letting me buy you dinner. I'll see you then. She gathers up her stuff and she goes... Lowry, you're waiting at the bathroom when Padre comes by. He makes direct eye contact with you. He's got an empty beer bottle in one hand. He goes in for a little bit and then leaves without the beer bottle. When you go in, you find he left the bottle and a bent bottle cap there on the windowsill. All right, go meet up with Mason. You'll probably get back together in Mason's room. Real quick, Elvis, what'd you go off to do? I don't know, and I won't remember. I'm probably asleep. Okay, Lowry, you meet with Mason back at his room.
1: How'd it go? Hungry.
0: I skipped dinner.
1: Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I didn't think about it until it was too late.
0: Well, if you thought about it, you could have saved me a bread roll or something.
1: Well The time kind of came up on me by surprise. I wasn't really thinking about dinner when I put you outside the bathroom.
0: Well, whatever. Your guy came by, and he dropped off a bent bottle cap. That means he's into you, right?
1: Perfect. Now all we gotta do is write him a little love letter.
0: Oh, I could help with that.
1: It's a metaphorical love letter. I mean, I'm gonna express my plans to him. You
0: should have been writing that while I was starving to death outside the bathrooms.
1: I couldn't. I was busy setting some stuff up. I had to meet with a lady.
0: Wait. Why'd you meet with a lady? I could meet with a lady. I'm really good at ladies.
1: Nah, you didn't have a chance with this one. She thinks you're weird. They all think I'm weird.
0: I need to try a different approach. I think I just about got it figured out.
1: We'll work on it with someone else. I got plans for this girl. Pretty soon, Brock's whole suicide mission is gonna be safely in the grave, and in a few weeks we're gonna be talking about real ways to tackle our problem.